Today on Commuter Bible, the son of wicked King Ahaz takes the throne and tries his level best to set things straight. It's Second Chronicles chapters 29 through 30 and Isaiah chapter 9. This is Commuter Bible, the audio Bible podcast to match your weekly schedule. I'm your host, John Ross. In our last episode, we read about King Ahaz, one of the most evil and unfaithful kings in Judah's history. He not only worshipped other gods, but he sacrificed his children to them as an act of pagan worship. When his son Hezekiah comes to power, he literally cleans house, restoring the temple of the Lord so that all Israel could be called back to worship the God of their ancestors. The priests and the Levites are called upon to consecrate themselves for worship, and they do everything by the book. When the temple is ready, they celebrate the Passover early because the people had not done so in a long time. Scripture records that a celebration like this hasn't happened since the days of King Solomon. 2 Chronicles chapters 29 through 30 Hezekiah was 25 years old when he became king, and he reigned 29 years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Abijah, daughter of Zechariah. He did what was right in the Lord's sight, just as his ancestor David had done. In the first year of his reign, in the first month, he opened the doors of the Lord's temple and repaired them. Then he brought in the priests and Levites and gathered them in the eastern public square. He said to them, Hear me, Levites! Consecrate yourselves now and consecrate the temple of the Lord, the God of your ancestors. Remove everything impure from the holy place. For our ancestors were unfaithful and did what is evil in the sight of the Lord our God. They abandoned him, turned their faces away from the Lord's dwelling place, and turned their backs on him. They also closed the doors of the portico, extinguished the lamps, did not burn incense, and did not offer burnt offerings in the holy place of the God of Israel. Therefore the wrath of the Lord was on Judah and Jerusalem, and he made them an object of terror, horror, and mockery, as you see with your own eyes. Our fathers fell by the sword, and our sons, our daughters, and our wives are in captivity because of this. It is in my heart now to make a covenant with the Lord, the God of Israel, so that his burning anger may turn away from us. My sons, don't be negligent now, for the Lord has chosen you to stand in his place, to serve him, and to be his ministers and burners of incense. Then the Levites stood up, Maheth son of Amasai and Joel son of Azariah from the Kohathites, Kish son of Abdi and Azariah son of Jehalalel from the Merarites, Joah son of Zimah and Eden son of Joah from the Gershonites, Shimri and Jael from the Elizaphanites, Zechariah and Madaniah from the Asaphites, Jehiel and Shimei from the Hemanites, Shemaiah and Uziel from the Jeduthunites. They gathered their brothers together 
consecrated themselves and went according to the king's command by the words of the Lord to cleanse the Lord's temple. The priests went to the entrance of the Lord's temple to cleanse it. They took all the unclean things they found in the Lord's sanctuary to the courtyard of the Lord's temple. Then the Levites received them and took them outside to the Kidron Valley. They began the consecration on the first day of the first month, and on the eighth day of the month they came to the portico of the Lord's temple. They consecrated the Lord's temple for eight days, and on the sixteenth day of the first month they finished. Then they went inside to King Hezekiah and said, We have cleansed the whole temple of the Lord, the altar of burnt offering and all its utensils, and the table for the rose of the bread of the presence and all its utensils. We have set up and consecrated all the utensils that King Ahaz rejected during his reign when he became unfaithful. They are in front of the altar of the Lord. King Hezekiah got up early, gathered the city officials, and went to the Lord's temple. They brought seven bulls, seven rams, seven lambs, and seven male goats as a sin offering for the kingdom, for the sanctuary, and for Judah. Then he told the descendants of Aaron, the priests, to offer them on the altar of the Lord. So they slaughtered the bulls, and the priests received the blood and splattered it on the altar. They slaughtered the rams and splattered the blood on the altar. They slaughtered the lambs and splattered the blood on the altar. Then they brought the goats for the sin offering right into the presence of the king and the congregation, who laid their hands on them. The priests slaughtered the goats and put their blood on the altar for a sin offering, to make atonement for all Israel. For the king said that the burnt offering and sin offering were for all Israel. Hezekiah stationed the Levites in the Lord's temple with cymbals, harps, and lyres, according to the command of David, Gad the king's seer, and the prophet Nathan. For the command was from the Lord through his prophets. The Levites stood with the instruments of David and the priests with the trumpets. Then Hezekiah ordered that the burnt offering be offered on the altar. When the burnt offerings began, the song of the Lord and the trumpets began, accompanied by the instruments of King David of Israel. The whole assembly was worshipping, singing the song, and blowing the trumpets. All this continued until the burnt offering was completed. When the burnt offerings were completed, the king and all those present with him bowed down and worshipped. Then King Hezekiah and the officials told the Levites to sing praise to the Lord in the words of David and of the seer Asaph. So they sang praises with rejoicing and knelt low and worshipped. Hezekiah concluded, Now you are consecrated to the Lord. Come near and bring sacrifices and thanksgiving offerings to the Lord's temple. So the congregation brought sacrifices and thanksgiving offerings, and all those with willing hearts brought burnt offerings. 
the number of burnt offerings the congregation brought was seventy bulls, one hundred rams, and two hundred lambs. All these were for a burnt offering to the Lord. Six hundred bulls and three thousand sheep and goats were consecrated. However, since there were not enough priests, they weren't able to skin all the burnt offerings. So their Levite brothers helped them until the work was finished and until the priests consecrated themselves. For the Levites were more conscientious to consecrate themselves than the priests were. Furthermore, the burnt offerings were abundant, along with the fat of the fellowship offerings and with the drink offerings for the burnt offering. So the service of the Lord's temple was established. Then Hezekiah and all the people rejoiced over how God had prepared the people, for it had come about suddenly. Then Hezekiah sent word throughout all Israel and Judah, and he also wrote letters to Ephraim and Manasseh to come to the Lord's temple in Jerusalem to observe the Passover of the Lord, the God of Israel. For the king and his officials and the entire congregation of Jerusalem decided to observe the Passover of the Lord in the second month because they were not able to observe it at the appropriate time. Not enough of the priests had consecrated themselves, and the people hadn't been gathered together in Jerusalem. The proposal pleased the king and the congregation, so they affirmed the proposal and spread the message throughout all Israel, from Beersheba to Dan, to come to observe the Passover of the Lord, the God of Israel, in Jerusalem, for they hadn't observed it often as prescribed. So the couriers went throughout Israel and Judah with letters from the hand of the king and his officials, and according to the king's command, saying, Israelites, return to the Lord, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, so that he may return to those of you who remain, who have escaped the grasp of the kings of Assyria. Don't be like your ancestors and your brothers who were unfaithful to the Lord, the God of their ancestors, so that he made them an object of horror as you yourselves see. Don't become obstinate now like your ancestors did. Give your allegiance to the Lord and come to his sanctuary that he has consecrated forever. Serve the Lord your God so that he may turn his burning anger away from you. For when you return to the Lord, your brothers and your sons will receive mercy in the presence of their captors and will return to this land. 
For the Lord your God is gracious and merciful. He will not turn his face away from you if you return to him. The couriers traveled from city to city in the land of Ephraim and Manasseh as far as Zebulun. But the inhabitants laughed at them and mocked them. But some from Asher, Manasseh, and Zebulun humbled themselves and came to Jerusalem. Also, the power of God was at work in Judah to unite them to carry out the command of the king and his officials by the word of the Lord. A very large assembly of people was gathered in Jerusalem to observe the festival of unleavened bread in the second month. They proceeded to take away the altars that were in Jerusalem, and they took away the incense altars and threw them into the Kidron Valley. They slaughtered the Passover lamb on the fourteenth day of the second month. The priests and Levites were ashamed, and they consecrated themselves and brought burnt offerings to the Lord's temple. They stood at their prescribed posts, according to the law of Moses, the man of God. The priests splattered the blood received from the Levites, for there were many in the assembly who had not consecrated themselves. And so the Levites were in charge of slaughtering the Passover lambs for every unclean person to consecrate the lambs to the Lord. A large number of the people, many from Ephraim, Manasseh, Issachar, and Zebulun, were ritually unclean. Yet, they had eaten the Passover contrary to what was written. But Hezekiah had interceded for them, saying, May the good Lord provide atonement on behalf of whoever sets his whole heart on seeking God, the Lord, the God of his ancestors. Even though not according to the purification rules of the sanctuary, So the Lord heard Hezekiah and healed the people. The Israelites who were present in Jerusalem observed the festival of unleavened bread seven days with great joy. And the Levites and the priests praised the Lord day after day with loud instruments. Then Hezekiah encouraged all the Levites who performed skillfully before the Lord. They ate at the appointed festival for seven days, sacrificing fellowship offerings and giving thanks to the Lord, the God of their ancestors. The whole congregation decided to observe seven more days. So they observed seven days with joy, for King Hezekiah of Judah contributed 1,000 bulls and 7,000 sheep for the congregation. Also, the officials contributed 1,000 bulls and 10,000 sheep for the congregation, and many priests consecrated themselves. Then the whole assembly of Judah, with the priests and Levites, the whole assembly that came from Israel, the resident aliens who came from the land of Israel, and those who were living in Judah, rejoiced. There was great rejoicing in Jerusalem. For nothing like this was known since the days of Solomon, son of David, the king of Israel. Then the priests and the Levites 
stood to bless the people. And God heard them, and their prayer came into his holy dwelling place in heaven. Isaiah chapter 9 Nevertheless, the gloom of the distressed land will not be like that of former times when he humbled the land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali. But in the future, he will bring honor to the way of the sea, to the land east of the Jordan, and to Galilee of the nations. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. A light has dawned on those living in the land of darkness. You have enlarged the nation and increased its joy. The people have rejoiced before you as they rejoice at harvest time and as they rejoice when dividing the spoils. For you have shattered their oppressive yoke and the rod on their shoulders the staff of their oppressor, just as you did on the day of Midian. For every trampling boot of battle and the bloodied garments of war will be burned as fuel for the fire. For a child will be born for us, a son will be given to us, and the government will be on his shoulders. He will be named Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Eternal Father, Prince of Peace. The dominion will be vast and its prosperity will never end. He will reign on the throne of David and over his kingdom to establish and sustain it with justice and righteousness from now on and forever. The zeal of the Lord of armies will accomplish this. The Lord sent a message against Jacob. It came against Israel. All the people, Ephraim and the inhabitants of Samaria, will know it. They will say with pride and arrogance, The bricks have fallen, but we will rebuild with cut stones. The sycamores have been cut down, but we will replace them with cedars. The Lord has raised up Rezin's adversaries against him and stirred up his enemies. Aram from the east and Philistia from the west have consumed Israel with open mouths. In all this, his anger has not turned away, and his hand is still raised to strike. The people did not turn to him who struck them. They did not seek the Lord of armies. So the Lord cut off Israel's head and tail, palm branch and reed, in a single day. The head is the elder, the honored one. The tail is the prophet, the one teaching lies. The leaders of the people mislead them, and those they mislead, are swallowed up. 
Therefore the Lord does not rejoice over Israel's young men and has no compassion on its fatherless and widows. For everyone is a godless evildoer, and every mouth speaks folly. In all this, his anger has not turned away, and his hand is still raised to strike. For wickedness burns like fire that consumes thorns and briars and kindles the forest thickets so that they go up in a column of smoke. The land is scorched by the wrath of the Lord of armies, and the people are like fuel for the fire. No one has compassion on his brother. They carve meat on the right, but they are still hungry. They have eaten on the left, but they are still not satisfied. Each one eats the flesh of his arm. Manasseh eats Ephraim, and Ephraim Manasseh. Together, both are against Judah. In all this, his anger has not turned away, and his hand is still raised to strike. Commuter Bible is funded by fans, which means that another listener has made it possible for you to benefit from the reading of God's Word on this platform by contributing financially. I praise God for these fine folks and invite you to join their ranks. At $3 a month, I'll give you a shout out here in the show notes. And at $6 a month, I'll send a magnet and some stickers your way. After the first contribution, you can cancel anytime you like. Just go to patreon.com slash commuter Bible to help this podcast thrive. Today's episode was narrated and orchestrated by me, John Ross, and co-produced by Bobby Brown, Eric Williamson, and the Christian Standard Bible. Thanks for listening, and remember, happy is the one whose delight is in the Lord's instruction, and he meditates on it day and night.